Welcome back to the Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. We're also online, WRQK.com. Miss anything from yesterday? Podcast it right there. I'm very excited about this moment in time on the program. I've been waiting months to do this. And I, I hit him up via social media, and he agreed to do it. We have Chris McNeil, known the world round as at Reflog underscore 18 on Twitter, is uh, how you gained all your fame, Chris. And you're behind the 0-16 parade. And before I ask you any questions, I just want to let you know that you are the most polarizing figure in all of Ohio right now. LeBron leaving the Cavs the first time may not have been as unpopular for some people as your parade idea. I've had guys, Chris, tell me, I'm avoiding your show that whole day. If you're going to talk to that idiot, I'm, 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 I'm leaving your show the whole day. Why are people so angry with you, Chris? You're absolutely right, first of all, and there's nobody more shocked at that than what I am. Because, uh, you know, we came up with this parade last year, right? Right. And then the Browns miraculously won on Christmas Eve, and we donated all that cash to the, to the food bank. Spin it forward this year, we started the same thing. You know, I think after the first game, people started asking about whether I still had the permits from last year. Um, and so we started it up again, and basically the Browns didn't hold up to their end of the deal. They did not. They went 0-16, so as a result, we're going to have this parade. But, you know, I think the greatest part about this is the passion of the fans because you touched on it. I mean, people are really, really excited on one side about this thing. They're really excited to go down there to do this thing. And then on the other side, there are people who are just as passionate who say, what are you doing? You guys are idiots. Why would you celebrate 0-16? So it is certainly divided, folks, I would say, um, over a parade, which is pretty wild to me. What's Pretty wild. It's almost a microcosm of what's going on, uh, you know, otherwise in the world. That, you know, that's absolutely true. So I, I do have to ask you this question because you're doing this January downtown Cleveland around the stadium. It's going to be freezing cold right by the lake. You're talking maybe 20 degrees, probably under. So what? Oh, yeah, way under. What's, what's a success for you attendance wise? Like, where do you go? OK, this was a good turnout. I actually the turnout isn't going to matter as much in my mind. To be honest with you, because right along the way, everybody's been saying, hey, the first thing they said was, you're never going to raise a dime for this thing. And now this is the second year in a row we've raised over $10,000. Last year we raised $50,000 for the the food bank. That's amazing. Then they said, well, you're not going to get any attention. You know, you're not going to get the attention of the Browns. The Browns won't care. Well, both years, the Browns have specifically addressed this thing and said that they wanted to win. Uh, to stop despite, it. <laughs> despite the parade. Right. So it's like you've had the detractors along the way, and we still overcome all those things. And I think uh, we're expecting with the city about 2,000 people to be down there. Okay. I don't know. I think that's pretty optimistic. We've got about 5,000 people saying they're going on Facebook, another 12 or 13 that say they're interested. And I'll tell you what, just from signing up people, there are going to be a lot of participants in this thing if everything shakes out. These are legitimate people who are going to be part of this, who are actually building floats right now. I was going to say, I mean, I I said this morning on the program that I feel if it's under 5,000, it might be a little bit of a failure. Now, that word sounds harsh. But I, I, but I feel like 5,000 should be like the watermark, like the benchmark of, w- of what you're thinking there. But people were wrong about this, Chris, because you'd have gotten the attention. ESPN's been covering you. Fox Sports 1 has been covering you. Hugh Jackson's talked about this at the press conferences from the podium. You've done this thing now where people have been like, it seems to me like people want the Browns held accountable for how bad they've been. And at least I will say this, like I'm not a supporter, right? I'm probably not going to attend. Right. I'm, I'm probably not going to attend it, but I don't hate it like i don't hate you for it i'm probably just not gonna go 
But I do like the Browns being held accountable for being 1-32 and or whatever the hell it is. Like, I do like some accountability being held there. Yeah, yeah, and you're right. And the Browns have gotten the message, trust me, loud and clear. I, I've said in interviews that it's a shot across the bow. Well, I think it took out the captain and a couple of people on the crew. It, it, it really hit. The, the Browns, it's a topic of conversation internally for them. I think the, the, uh, the fans are being heard with this thing. And one of the things you did mention is the attention thing. And that's one of the unfortunate things is that as I'm out here to promote the, uh, the parade itself and promote the food bank as well, uh, a lot of people are calling me a pub grabber. I get that. I honestly do. Uh, but as of right now, I'm, I, you know, I'm kind of driving the bus, so it just kind of goes partial with what we're doing. Yeah, it's gonna uh, and I think the overall thing is going to be a positive. I think it's going to be a positive because our message has been sent to the Browns, and it's going to be a positive for the Cleveland Food Bank. Yeah, I mean, if we weren't publicity grabbers, we wouldn't exist. I mean, that's really what it all kind of Welcome boils to business. down to. Welcome to 2018. Um, I, I like how, how you had to plan this twice. I mean, that's how terrible the Browns are, is is two consecutive years you thought this was a real possibility. And it was. Um, um, now, in your mind's eye, and I know it's like, well, dude, we'll see what happens on Saturday, um, but in your mind's eye, how does this parade go? Who's in this? What's happening? What, what's the, what's the, the, the agenda for the day? Yeah, so we're going to have parade participants down there by 11 a.m. We're going to have the police sweep all the vehicles like they do. Uh, it's 2018, so you've got to make sure that everyone's obviously safe. And then it's going to go off. We've got about 30 different vehicles at least in this thing and over 100 walkers right now. Nice. And those vehicles are everything from Browns RVs to Browns buses. I've seen a few today that I thought were really interesting. We've got a, uh, um, <clears throat> a hearse that was going to be in it to kind of bury ceremoniously, bury this season. I also had a guy who was actually going to try and make the eat me float from, uh, from Animal House. Oh, so that'd be great. People are creative. Let me tell you, people are creative in this town, so I'm excited to see what, we, what ends up happening this Saturday at noon. Let me ask you this question. Who's on Rizzo watch? <laughs> yeah, no doubt, right? He's going to be bringing a bunch of marbles down there, I believe. So we shall see. He's kind of toned down the rhetoric this year. Sure. Last year, for those of you that don't know, he threatened to kill me, basically, and mow me down <laughs> under his tires, you know, my followers. So, um, yeah, we'll see. I've definitely got a security team that is in place and ready to go in case Rizzo goes nuts, you know. Maybe Jesus. gets into the liquor cabinet. I, I don't know security. what it might, might entail, but... Uh, if it does, we're going to be ready for it. A bunch of drunk dudes with dog bones in their mouth is not a security <laughs> detail, bro. I'm just telling you that right now. Um, so, so, so when it comes to like, hey, I support this. I want to be a part of this. What do I as an individual need to do? How do I, be, how do I become a part of the parade? So if you want to be in the parade, go to brownsparade.com. You can sign up there. Sign up your float, your vehicle. If you want to be a walker, explain exactly what you want to do in the parade. That's where you do it. And then you get an email uh, as to whether we... Uh, we approve you or not, and if I do, then you'll have to be there at the pre-party. All this information is going to be on the website, uh, or pick up a ticket the, the uh, morning of to be in this thing because they're going to need that when you actually go into the corral. Uh, if you just want to be a watch, if you just want to watch this thing, be a, a spectator, and you can just show up. So uh, that's open to anybody. 
I do have to ask you this, Christian, uh, this question, sorry, as we're talking to Chris McNeil, known the world round, at Reflog underscore 18 on Twitter, which, by the way, is golfer backwards. You and I share that passion together. We'll have to hit the <laughs> links up. Uh, I'm not that good, but, I, but I'd be happy to let you kick my ass. But I do have this Sounds question good. for you. I was a follower of yours on Twitter for a while, and I, and I enjoy you. You are a funny guy. You can obviously tell you're sharp. You know the right gifts to use in the right moments. You're a great live tweeter during sporting events. You're a good follow, right? And there was part of me for months on end that I was like, God, I want to know who this dude is. And now I do know. Are you worried about the fact that you've now, like, taken the kiss makeup off, that some of the mystique of you might go away after this parade, or do you think it's going to get bigger? No, I don't think it's going to get bigger. I, I, I really think it's going to going to probably go back to pre-parade levels at some point. Because <laughs> ultimately, that's all I am, is the guy that I was before, sure. which is just some goofy dude on Twitter who likes to tell a bunch of dad jokes and, and joke about my sports teams and just hope with some optimism that, that our teams succeed. We've seen with the Cavs and the Indians, fortunately, the last couple of years. But that's really who I am. This thing has really become a monster, right? Uh, I, I'm, of course, the, the voice for the thing right now, but it's much bigger than me, than you, than, heck, you know, anybody even covering this Nothing's thing. Everybody's got an opinion on it, and I can't wait, to be honest with you, until it goes back to where I'm just some stupid dude on Twitter once again. I, you know what I was worried about, Chris, is when, when I started to see you on TV shows, I'll tell you what I was really worried about, because people just don't know boundaries, and you had, you had the anonymity before. But now people know your face, they know your name, and I worry about yep. your kids, dude. Like, I worry about kids in school whose parents, like, are like those participation trophies are for losers. Like, those kind of dudes, like, attacking your kid. Like, dude, have you seen any of that? No, but I do see the threats of that. I do definitely. That, well, heck, I've seen it from celebrities. Michael Rappaport went after me. That was oh, yeah. pre-parade. We were yeah. talking about the Cavs run at that time. Oh, yeah. Where all of a sudden, he became a Golden State fan, I don't know, out of the blue, just to kind of troll too. folks, and I called him out on it. And So he spent a weekend sending videos to me that were just bizarre. That was He's bizarre. done that now to several people after me, so I guess I'm a trendsetter there. So, yeah, certainly I do. That's in the back of my mind. Uh, but, you know, ultimately, I, I believe in the, the good of folks, and I think that the cooler heads will prevail in situations like that. But, I, you know, at the parade, something like this, a public event, I'm definitely taking the steps to make sure that I'm going to be safe. Oh, Chris, you have to. Like, I, like here's the thing. Yeah. I, I'm okay with anybody saying what they want to you because you're the guy kind of doing this. I've always run my broadcast rooms like a mafia. I leave wives and kids out of it because, that's, dude, it's not on there. Yeah. I, I, dude, right. people, people want to talk trash to you. You kind of brought that on yourself the way I look at that. Like, you know what I mean? But your kids, yeah. that, that should be way off limits, like way, way, way off limits. So – We'll and I completely agree with that. And, you know, for my part, I, I can handle myself for the most part right. on social media. And as far as the kids' stuff go, as soon as people start with that, I'm either just going to drop it all together Blank. or I'm going to call them out on it. Usually they, they fall back because I think most people are like you. They understand that. They get that. Leave the kids, leave the family out of it. Yeah, it's just, that, it's just that they shouldn't be dragged into this stuff. Now, there were a lot of people who listened to me who were like, dude, that guy's not a real fan. If he's going to do this, right. he's not a real fan. So, like, explain to my audience what makes you a real fan. I guess being a fan all my life. I mean, I'm a fan just like anyone else. What I've learned through this whole process is, you know, I'm not 12. I'm not going to go around asking you about your fandom or questioning anyone's fandom. If somebody says they're a Browns fan, I don't need to check their ID. I don't need to check, you know, were you at the drive? Did you witness the fumble? 
you know, or, you know, I don't care about those things. I really don't. I care about, do you want to see the Cleveland Browns win on Sunday? And I definitely do. And, oh, by the way, I did live through the drive and the fumble, and I was there when Kosar got hit late by Gastineau. So I do have those cards in my pocket. I don't think it should matter. I think if you're a Browns fan, you're a Browns fan. Are you a season ticket holder? Yes. See, like, that to me is a fan. Like, now, don't get me wrong. I'll, walk, I'll turn the game on on Sunday, but I could take or leave it. Like, but if you buy season tickets, especially to a franchise that has done nothing since 1999, that to me spells fandom. Because I, I understand why people feel that way about you not knowing you. They're going to go, well, right. and, you know, and it does come across, by the way, as self-serving. Like, you know what I mean? Sure. You're laying out some great yeah. points for it, but if you don't know you and you're not paying attention, it comes across as very self-serving. But we work very closely down here, Fantone and I do, with the Akron-Canton Regional Food Bank, and so we know how much positive stuff goes into the community from food banks. So the fact that you teamed up with them was where I went, you know what? I'm not wild about it. It's not exactly what I would do, but... Teaming up with the food bank won me over and made me a huge fan. That was a, it was a huge, huge charity to pick. And I just think no matter what your political views are, people should get to eat, Chris. <laughs> like, right? Yeah, and I completely agree with you there. And I think there's this misconception that I just kind of glopped that on late. And that was from the beginning. As soon as the parade actually started coming together, the first time I met with the city last year, we included the food bank. And uh, it's been a part of this for the last two years. So... I think all those misperceptions about the, the way this parade has evolved in people's minds uh, aren't true. And uh, the food bank is definitely number one in that. They got over 50K last year That's as a awesome. result of this parade effort. This year they stand to get a few thousand from us, whatever we can collect down there. And then, you know, I still hold out hope that maybe we're going to have some donations over and above what we can give. And I think that's going to happen. We'll see where it comes from. But uh, I, I think you could probably hold my feet to the fire that there's probably going to be some more money coming into see, the food bank. This is exactly why I wanted to have you on the show right here. It's because you were open. You were honest. I think you probably cleared up a lot of misconceptions of what some people might have about you and or the parade and what your intentions are. And this, this is exactly why I wanted to give you some time to kind of do like, walk my audience through it because man they were pissed initially they were pissed initially so one more time before i let you go give out um give out that parade uh you know um address where people can go and get involved at yeah yeah so the best bet is brownsparade.com that's got all the information on the parade route it's going to have all the timing information as well as we'll we'll keep some weather updates on there as as we get closer uh, because it's going to be cold if you're going to be down there remember to bundle up and also, remember those canned food and non-perishable food items. Please grab those as you walk out the door. Bring them down there. We'll collect them for the Cleveland Food Bank. So there is a donation center on site for canned goods. Absolutely. That's We're going to awesome. have two tents, one for first aid and one for collecting cans down there at the site. He's literally thought of everything. That's Chris McNeil. Again, follow him on Twitter at Reflog underscore 18. My man, thank you so much. I know Thanks, everybody buddy. in the world's wanting to interview you right now. I appreciate you taking some time and spending it with me this morning. Absolutely. You're a good follow on Twitter. I, I, I enjoy what you do. All right, well, thank you very much, man. We'll talk to you again soon. See you. What a good dude. Like, see, that's, that's right, right there, Fantone. That's why I wanted to do it. I don't necessarily agree with it, but I feel like there are some decent points behind what he's doing, and I felt like exposing of that, probably not the worst idea in the world. I'm so angry about it, Stansberry. I can't believe you. We'll close out the program next on Rock 106.9. Good morning. The Stansberry Show. Or the God of your choosing. Best morning ever. Kent's Rock Station.